Bitcoin, or any other cryptocurrency. That's the sound of the money truck backing up to your front door, Hoss. Nobody's going to put money into a crazy scheme like that. Okay, here comes the catch. This has to cost a lot of money. Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Bye, bye, bye! Yes, the money is good. We don't have that much time left. Let's talk rocket ships. First, Bitcoin. Three, two, one. This is Crypto Karma with the sensei of cryptocurrency, Nick Green. Welcome to Crypto Karma. This is Nick Green. Hopefully I'm welcoming all of my Bitcoiners out there in the world. It is a lovely time in the world of cryptocurrency. Remember, you got to strike hard and strike fast because nothing moves faster than the speed of crypto. It's been an incredible week, just like I said it would. In fact, the whole year is going to be incredible. We should, of course, have some more bear markets in the future. But right now we are entering alt season. Some will say we're already here. Some says it just started in November. But those of you that were around three, four years ago will remember the 500 to 1,000% gains popping off almost daily. We had one nice little wave of that very, very early in the year, and we still have a lot more to go. So all-time highs, we're not there yet. In some areas in price discovery, there is only showing how much more room we have, but we're experiencing some of it right now. Really exciting because a preview to alt season, there's two specific indicators, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. When Ethereum runs, alts follow. When Dogecoin runs, alts follow. Well, the biggest gainers of the week, maybe even the month, is going to be Ethereum and Dogecoin. Ethereum hit a new all-time high of $3,500. That is literally more than double its all-time high in the last bull run. New highs are being made. It is in price discovery, but remember, this is not your grandpa's stock market. Cryptocurrency is moving mainstream, and it's full of innovation, it also has captured the younger generation. So it is a much different market than what everybody has expected. And yeah, I do expect more 500 to 1,000% gains on a lot of vaults. So back to our prices, we talked about Dogecoin, guess what it did? 56 cents today. That's literally less than halfway to a dollar. All because of a meme coin and millions of people around the world getting together and making a decision that this will be the people's coin and Dogecoin will hit a dollar and Dogecoin will hit $2. So right now at 56 cents, if you bought Doge just less than a year ago, six, seven months ago, it was under a penny still. That is literally a 50x return. If you put in a thousand bucks, you made 50 grand. If you put in 10,000, you made 500,000. And if you're a big baller and dropped a hundred grand, well, you're a millionaire in Dogecoin. And there's lots of millionaires in Dogecoin. So it's really hard to call a cryptocurrency a scam when people are making real money, transacting with it, buying and doing other things. But that seems to be the burden that success always has to carry. So these prices are quite incredible. Bitcoin's at 54,000. Nope, no new all-time high, even though it just sounds ridiculous saying the number is 50-something thousand dollars, but it's in choppy waters and it's maintaining key support above 52,000 bucks. As long as it doesn't go below 50, we're going to see continue to see alts really do a lot of moving and a lot of upside. So Bitcoin holding stable is paving the way for Litecoin back above $300. And then Binance Coin, BNB, one of my favorites, did get another all-time high above 650 bucks. So as this money is flowing out of Bitcoin, and not too much of it because people 
know Bitcoin's not done moving up, but a lot of the profit taking is going into Ethereum and Dogecoin. So this is when we say the Bitcoin dominance is decreasing because money is flowing into other directions. But now as we see the money move into other directions, the idea is to take profits, get those gains off Ethereum, get those profits off of Dogecoin. Will they go higher? Yes. So you're not going to cash out 100%. You just want to take back your investment or if it's all play money and take a little bit to buy yourself a new car or a new house. So these coins are going to continue to go up this year. I hate to say it, it sounds really, really optimistic, but for a couple of years, there was absolutely no chance of any short-term gains on most things. In fact, even Chainlink, which was back in 2019, when it hit $2, it was a big deal. When it got landed on Coinbase, listed for four bucks, that was a big deal. And whoever thought that it would get a new all-time high today of literally $50. So these are huge gains with a very, very short amount of time. And it's a matter of choosing the right coins and doing your research. You can't just trust what everybody on the internet says or with a podcast. You have to do your own research and really look at what's happening and what makes these coins so special. What's their potential? Who are their partners? What is their goal? You don't have to read a white paper. Everybody knows half of that could just be made up or sound good or even be copied from somebody else. But the idea is that you're doing research to know the history of what a coin does and what it's going to do for the future. These are really exciting times. How high is it going to go? Well, Binance coin, in my opinion, could easily go above $2,500. A lot of people would argue that it could be exponentially more valuable than Ethereum. There's Binance Smart Chain. There's access to ApeSwap and PancakeSwap and Uniswap and all the other swaps that they are side swaps of the Binance Chain blockchain. So it's, it's a whole different dynamic. The fees are extremely low. It is not so popular yet in the mainstream corporations. They don't have partnerships with Microsoft the way Ethereum does. And it is better scalable, but it's cheaper. The gas fees are low. The scalability is faster. And all of these other networks and partners and people who trade off of the Binance coin are going to continue to pump this up. And remember, I said, when you deplete the supply, you have intrinsic value, exponentially, the price will continue to go up. It doesn't mean it's going to be infallible that a bear market couldn't crash at 60%. But it does mean that at the end of the day or the end of five or 10 years, there's going to be a lot of value. And you really have to invest wisely. But keeping an eye on these guys is a really good idea. The other thing about Dogecoin it has Elon Musk, Snoop Dogg, and a whole handful of celebrities of people who are constantly promoting and putting this in your face. So I'm not surprised to see the support, especially the traction it gets every time Elon Musk does a tweet. We already talked about how we're going to hit a dollar. That's that's written. It is programmed in for Dogecoin, whether you like it or not. Will it hit $2? And I think it will. But this Saturday, tonight, we're going to be watching Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live. So the Doge father himself for sure we'll have a skit on cryptocurrency and or Dogecoin and Bitcoin. The funny thing is this pump could even be a preview pump where you buy the rumors, sell the news, but we all know what the news is gonna be already on Saturday Night Live. So there's a lot of anticipation that there's gonna be a bigger pump after the show airs that Sunday and Monday as millions and millions and millions of Dogecoin holders are increasing their positions. So that's pretty much bound to happen and it goes to show you how relevant real world events are when supporting a coin, just like money. You know, you need to have support and people to believe in it in order for them to want it or make it work. The funny thing about Dogecoin, the intrinsic value, very questionable. Market supply, not working in its favor. The reproduction that I talked about is always skeptical, but being the people's coin, 
that all you need is someone to sell you goods or services with it and to purchase it, to accept Dogecoin. It doesn't take a whole lot. This isn't rocket science. It's a peer-to-peer -peer currency. So if Bob on the other side of the world wants to accept Dogecoin in exchange for arts and crafts, clothes, music, anything he wants, and he could give it to Tina for selling it to him using Doge, well, then that gives it credibility. It literally is that simple, and that's exactly how money works. Remember, the fiat system is backed by nothing. In fact, it's backed by debt, trillions and trillions of dollars of debt supported by American taxpayers when the government just prints more money, which begs the question, why do they need our taxes when the government can print trillions of dollars and pretend that there's no inflation or ramification to the economic system? Taking money out of the economic system actually seems to be more detrimental. It would actually hurt the economy when people don't have enough to spend. That's pretty much the system we're living in now. Pay taxes, have less money, economy goes down, inflation goes up, and you have to hedge against something, which is where cryptocurrency comes in. People figure this out the last time we had a crash. Remember 2007, 8, and 9, and 10 were a disaster, and that's when Bitcoin was created. And right now, it's showing its use case on a global scale. Really exciting times with this price action. I really hope you're in. Remember about the exchanges to get in. There's pros and cons to all of them. Depending where you live in the United States, Binance.us is going to be my number one favorite. And then followed by Coinbase, just because it's easy and there's good learning materials. But we have eToro, Gemini, Kraken, just to name a few. I don't recommend Robinhood whatsoever. The reason being is you don't own the cryptocurrency on it. You literally own your deposit in a position where they are using your liquidity in their own liquidity pool and they're using their own cryptocurrency as their own asset to hedge against you taking out your money. It sounds a little weird and complicated, but the truth is if you go on to Robinhood and buy Dogecoin right now, and let's say you want to transfer it to your own personal digital wallet, let's just say you think Robinhood's gonna go broke or fall apart, or maybe you move to a country or a state that doesn't provide for it and you need your Dogecoin and you wanna cash it out. Well, you can't move it. And the reason you can't move it is it's not yours. Remember, if it's not your keys, it's not your cheese. And that's a little trick that Robinhood plays where they really own your cryptocurrency and then they pay you out a dividend. They get interest, they get staking, they get a lot of proof of stake rewards that you are not getting. That's just the way banks work too. Now, uh, last episode, I think I made some comments about banking and why I don't like it. The biggest thing is this, they use your deposits and your money in order to position themselves to make other purchases. They're leveraging deposits made by customers in order to secure loans in the commercial system, to hedge against their mortgage-backed securities. They're using your money. They're always using your money. It never takes three, four, or five days to process or approve a wire deposit or transaction from one bank to another. That's literally done in real time. That's a fact. But what they do is they'll hold your deposit, say $5,000, and they'll use that as their own liquid funds and basically hedge it against another investment or even a loan. It gives them a lot stronger liquidity pool and it really makes the bank look like it's worth more money before you get your hands on your own money so that you could spend it. Well, five grand doesn't sound like a lot, but if there's 30 million customers at Bank of America and in one day they all deposit 5,000 or you know, first and 15th everyone gets paid and there's a delay in you accessing your funds, that's why. And that's how the banks are making money off you. It's also how Coinbase makes money off you. I'm not a big fan of their high fees. I've, I, I'm vocal about that, but I want everyone to be aware, just because it's easy doesn't mean it's worthwhile. For the same transaction I did on Binance.us, I spent about $14. It was uh, very simple, 
$9,000, $8,000 trade where I bought in some Chainlink at 36 bucks. If I were to do the same thing on Coinbase, it would have ended up costing me almost $400. That's a big difference. It's really a big difference when it adds up. If you're trading every day or every week, even every month, it's your money. So be aware that what Coinbase is doing is they're using your funds, both fiat and crypto, to add to their pool and to show how liquid they are and how valuable they are. And they'll even trade with your money. If you were to buy Ethereum or Bitcoin, they're going to trade it and get those gains before they release it into your account. And they're keeping the interest and not sharing it with you. They, in fact, own a hedge fund that does this. I believe they own the company called BlackRock, and it's literally on their terms of engagement that you accept when you open an account. So it's important to know where your money goes, who's using your money, why they do things the way they do, and that cryptocurrency is meant to be the freedom to get out of this rabbit hole. It's pretty ridiculous what they do, and that's the value that cryptocurrency brings. So Dogecoin really is going to do something different for the people. It's not that I think it's the best crypto out there, but with all the publicity and all the millionaires that is literally making by the day, it makes me very proud. It makes me very happy for everybody who took a chance and invested in Dogecoin. And now all those people are telling their friends and family, and it's only going to spread mass adoption. Mass adoption means prices go up, volume goes up, people like you and me are going to win. And here on Crypto Karma, what would it be without some celebrity words? Let's hear a very uneducated viewpoint from our friend Bill Maher on cryptocurrency. There is a mania rising in the country these days about cryptocurrency and how the train is leaving the station, so you better get on. Tesla has jumped in with both feet, and Microsoft accepts it for software now. Etsy accepts it now, and so does PayPal and Starbucks and Whole Foods and Home Depot. One in ten Americans use their stimulus checks to invest in one of thousands of cryptocurrencies in existence, Bitcoin being the most famous, but there's also Ethereum, Binance, Tether, even one called Cumrocket. <laughs> there's also one called Dogecoin that someone started as a joke, but... <laughs> as far as I can tell, it's exactly the same as all the other cryptocurrencies because the whole thing is a joke. So here's what's funny. Bill Maher is a comedian, and everybody needs to realize that. Now, why do I like to use him as an example? Well, he's outspoken. He is funny. And at the end of the day, he either doesn't know a damn thing he's talking about, and he really is the stupid, or he's really pretty smart, and he's just simply playing the heel in all of this. Remember, most people, and by most, I mean people who understand economics, who have vision, who understand money, who've been around the block, who know how to do research. I'm talking about a lot of people here. They support Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, even CEOs of Fortune 500 companies and world leaders. We're not talking about your run-of-the-mill Joe who thinks he's going to get rich off of magical internet money. But there's a reason that Microsoft and Apple and Venmo and PayPal all accept Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. They understand the store of value, the proof of stake, the proof of work, and the intrinsic value, and the way of the digital future. There's a lot more to a cryptocurrency than simply blockchain. Apple stock is worth money because Apple makes $1,000 phones that everyone buys and then drops in the toilet. <laughs> but Dogecoin recently rallied to be worth more than the market cap of Ford and Kraft Foods, and it has no product and no workers. It's just Easter Bunny cartoon cash. And let's talk real quick about his comments about Apple and Ford and all these other companies with a smaller market cap than Dogecoin. Well, first off, I think I says a lot about the people's view and perception that they're not buying stocks in Ford or Apple. They're buying stocks 
in a meme coin. They're investing in Dogecoin. So I would say the people's sentiment and faith in our economic system, in fact, any country's economic system around the world, is running at a negative. People know it's nonsense. It's complete BS. Our money is printed out of thin air, and there's literally nothing that supports it or backs it. So they do believe, on the other hand, of peer-to-peer transactions. They do believe in code, and they believe in the blockchain. Now, Apple does not make $1,000 per phone. Sure, they use slave labor to make it, and there's extremely high margins on the products that they sell us or force us to buy every time they so-called upgrade our phone, only to turn around and cause a glitch, forcing us to upgrade to the new Apple 125 max that we don't need. That's not their moneymaker. The moneymaker isn't selling our data. It's in having access to how we spend our money, use our money, and keeping track of us. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Twitter, Cash App, all these guys work together. They all work together, and the end of the day, it's the data that makes them money. So, making a statement that they supply something to us is really controversial at the same time. In fact, even bringing in Ford, it's controversial to say they make good cars and trucks. Doesn't people say they do? It doesn't people will say they don't. But what we do know for sure is that Bitcoin goes up in value, cannot be counterfeited. And as a currency, cryptocurrencies have shown that they could do more than what any other country has been able to do in the last 100 years. So the funny thing is, and by funny, I mean ironic, is that there's a lot of billion dollar companies out there that actually offer goods and services. They have a blockchain that utilizes the cryptocurrency token in order to better mankind or the companies that they work with. There's plenty of examples. Wabi, Ripple, VeChain. Um, in fact, I'd like to talk about VeChain real quick because this is something I think many people could identify with. First off, I want to point out that VeChain has been hired by Nike, Louis Vuitton, Lamborghini, dozens and dozens of other companies to help prevent counterfeit. This is, this is what VeChain is. Okay, right from their website. For manufacturers of high-value retail products and goods, VeChain uses the blockchain and SmartTag, which is basically a QR code to implement the traceability of a retailer's product's entire lifecycle management. And consumers can check and verify a product's information via the VeChain Pro Mobile app. The retail solution can also contribute to effective channel management, after-sales service, and convenient financial services such as insurance for high-value goods. And by high-value goods, they mean Louis Vuitton. They mean Nike. They mean Juliette Payet. They mean Moet. We are going to go ahead and just use Louis Vuitton as an example because who else has a ten dollars or $20,000 purse that your wife wants to buy the second she finds out you bought Chainlink last year? So this Louis Vuitton purse, the last thing you want is for it to be a fake one. So what they essentially do is they're able to engrave a chip like uh, an RFID chip or a QR code or even a scannable code. But the chip is probably the most popular in sewn into the fabric of these products. When they come from Italy, after they have been made and they go through customs and they go through cargoes, there's a lot of opportunities for the supply chain to be tampered with. So sometimes the end result is not an authentic Louis Vuitton bag. That's a big disappointment. It costs the company millions of dollars and leaves a lot of pissed off wives out there. But what the advantages of this is that you can literally verify the validity of your $20,000 purse. This is very important when it comes to medical devices. 
Think about that. Do you want to counterfeit valve for a heart transplant just because somebody was trying to save some money in China or Taiwan along the way of the supply chain? And it's not to be discriminatory, but that's where most medical devices are made. So the blockchain actually saves lives by guaranteeing the authenticity of a product and taking away the chances of something being counterfeit. So back to these industry problems and pain points that cryptocurrency and blockchain solve. It's very difficult to achieve traceability and anti-counterfeiting because products today could be easily counterfeited. By taking advantage of this method, they're able to prevent that and actually guarantee it. It's hard for brands also to manage production quality since production is done by third-party suppliers in most cases. They might even have to sustain losses caused by overproduction or lack of authenticity. Refunds, returns, and exchanges are also a big risk because if you're not able to identify the validity and authenticity of that product, be it a Louis Vuitton handbag, well then you can't really insure it, you can't return it, you can't exchange it. So these channel management issues is what's being solved by the blockchain and this is what VeChain does. They've been around for years. They're a billion dollar company. They're in fact a profitable blockchain company using cryptocurrency to trace their products. You could purchase VeChain. You're not going to use it to buy something such as a car or a house the way you can with Litecoin or Dogecoin or Ethereum, but it does allow you to invest in the system and in the company itself. When a product is sold, there's no effective way to keep track of its usage and maintenance. So you're limiting options for financial service providers, such as when they provide a mortgage or insurance services for high value goods. Again, this is where blockchain comes in and VeChain and the VeChain ID. VeChain is one of many different companies that have already adopted this type of technology. People don't know that there is a company called Wabi, W-A-B-I out of China. Many years ago, there was counterfeit baby formula that was going around China and literally killing babies. It was watered down. Some of it was diluted with other materials and it lacked the vitamins and nutrients that babies needed to survive. Some of them got so much water that they got basically liquid poisoning and vitamin neglect. They were malnutrition. So in order to combat this problem of counterfeit baby formula, this company Wabi, today known as TAIL, T-A-E-L, they invented a tracking system through an ID chip that is attached to a sealed bottle of baby formula. This baby formula goes directly from the manufacturer to the retail store. The retail store could then scan the code or the chip and could trace the exact movements of that bottle along the supply chain. And at the same time, they could authenticate how real and legitimate it is. Ever since this, the Wabi instilled their program years ago, baby deaths from tainted formula dropped over a thousand percent. So this is a great example of where blockchain saves lives and the cryptocurrency used on that blockchain validates the transactions to save lives. Is that a good company to invest in? Well, I think so. It has a very social conscious behavior. I'm invested in VeChain and Wabi myself, some for short-term profits and some for the long-term. But the biggest strength about it is that both companies are profitable. One of them's out of China. And these guys go to prove exactly the value that blockchain and cryptocurrency has. 
Uh, moving to a lighter note because blockchain is for everybody. So the world of cryptocurrency is everywhere, especially in music. And me being a child of 90s rap myself, I'm actually a big fan of the Queensbridge murderer Nas. I got to tell you, I'm not surprised because he's always been a smart guy and kind of a conscious, savvy, intelligent lyricist himself. But check this out. This smart man back in 2013 invested somewhere between $100,000 and $500,000 through his own company called Queensbridge Venture Partners back during an investment funding round in 2013 with none other than the cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase. That's right, Coinbase and his stake in Coinbase from 2013. So a little bit of patience, seven and a half years has paid off to the tune of $40 million. Quite incredible. Because since then, Bitcoin has overgone two pivotal bull runs and shares in Coinbase have exploded in value. And Coinbase now has a market cap of $60 billion and each share is trading just under $300. I'm sure that's a little bit short-lived as Coinbase and cryptocurrency is only going to be going up. Now, some of the static or the attention, I should say that Nas got is on a DJ Khaled song with lyrical legends Jay-Z and Nas. They trade bars over a sample of Bobby Glenn's Sounds Like a Love Song. It's everything you'd expect from the duo. Other than not so humble brags about their investment portfolios, including the cryptocurrency. So this all came to light about Nas with his new song, Sorry Not Sorry, produced by DJ Khaled and with another genius, Jay-Z. It's pretty well known that Jay-Z has been dabbling in cryptocurrencies for quite some time. We know Kanye West is a big fan of Bitcoin, and it's really cool to see Nas take advantage all the way back in 2013. This is a rapper who definitely has a whole lot of vision. It's quite impressive, and in the track himself, which is a bit of a hip-hop ballad, Jay-Z has to mention his investment portfolio. I wonder who heard it first because, of course, they went back and forth. And some fans see it as a misguided attempt from both rappers to uh, basically flex their personal wealth. In fact, Nas even goes on to refer to himself as the cryptocurrency Scarface. Well, he's definitely an OG in the hip-hop world and investing in Coinbase in 2013 and cryptocurrencies in 2013 does make him an OG, just like Scarface. So I'm not surprised he could have that title as far as I'm concerned, because I don't see any other rappers out there giving the same kind of homage and respect consistently to the world of blockchain. Now, what's even more awesome is when somebody comes out and does a rendition of an incredible song and they turn it around into a song about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. There are not a lot of songs out there about Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. It doesn't sound like it would be fun or make any sense. You know, you don't hear songs about Apple. But what's funny is the songs out there are actually really interesting and pretty good. There is a DeFi network, which is the decentralized finance network, which is really taking hold of the whole blockchain and cryptocurrency movement. In fact, we're gonna dedicate a whole show to talk about DeFi. But in an even better way, one of my favorite cryptocurrency, I don't even know what you'd call him. Would he be, would he be a Bitcoin rapper or a crypto head? I have no idea, but the guy's name, Little Bubble, that's L-I-L-B-U-B-B-L-E, you could find him on YouTube and Twitter. Well, he, my friend, likes to make songs about cryptocurrency. He has been there from all time lows and now rapping about the all-time highs. Why don't you sit back, enjoy the lyrics of Little Bubble and some DeFi taking over the world, then make sure to look him up online and enjoy everything he has to offer. The Crypto Karma is a great world to live in. Yeah, I've been on Uniswap, now I'm out on one edge. Used to trade 
paid centralized Now we on the fun, I'm the new R&B Leadership's nemesis When we go to Mars, I just hope that he remembers this Used to shop on Binance, now they got a chain BSC Pancake Swap, the new game Hooking up my wallet, then we flip it so smoothly Catch me in the kitchen like a chef from sushi Cruise about 88 miles like Marty Octopus tentacles cooking at the party Wifey looking curvy and the vault so clean Looking at me dirty, so I'm whipping up the cream Screaming from the rooftop, they say it's too volatile But I see future refinance like an oracle Where's our boy Elon? We need some lithium Gas fees way too high, we're getting sick of them in D5 Oh, that was the world of DeFi. Another concrete jungle where dreams are made of. It is really exciting and a great arena to invest in. You know, stay away from all the weird stuff. I do believe bet big, win big, but you got to do your own research. There's plenty of gems to be had, and we're going to dedicate a whole show to nothing but DeFi. We're going to start talking to some traders soon, too. I want you to get opinions and real-life instances because the only way to learn is by people better than you. Trust me, that's how I do my best. So this has been a great week. I look forward to next week and talking about new all-time highs across the board. I'm predicting Chainlink is going to break 60 bucks. We're going to see Ethereum continue to climb to $3,000, which is our midterm target. And let's just hope that Bitcoin trades sideways. We want it to stay chill for a little while. Let us get these gains before it starts approaching $70,000 and $80,000. Now remember, if you need to refinance or buy a house, go to somebody who's an expert and understands money better than money itself. JWHfinance.com. Click apply now and look for Nick green. You could also reach me, nick at jwhfinance.com. I'm here for residential mortgage lending needs and to help you be a winner in the world of cryptocurrency. I've only been doing this five years, but that's 50% of the time that it's been around. So we've got 50 more years to go at the least. And this is Nick Green with Crypto Karma reminding you that this show is for educational purposes only. This is not investment or financial advice. Thank you very much. And remember, you've got to strike hard, strike fast, be a Bitcoiner, write down those words. If it's not your keys, it's not your cheese. Keep investing. Huddle strong. Explore the cryptocurrency universe with Nick Green on Crypto Karma. Learn about Bitcoin and blockchain, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. Buy and sell and trade and learn how to make some serious money with digital currency. And hear the podcast on Podbean.